0: This is the News Made Simple podcast with myself, Corey Tusik, Luke Mikich, and Phil Gibson. Um, well, there's a lot to get into today because holy crap, uh, things are the sky is falling. Um, but outside of the sky falling, I hope you put your stuff in a Bitbox02 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto because then you wouldn't have panic sold. So get that deep cold storage like we all have because then you can't touch that stuff. And uh, yeah, you won't, you won't be able to, uh, you know, run a, a, go open your phone and, and sell it immediately at a terrible price. Uh, so get yourself a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. Let's throw it around the horn. Luke, what in the world is going on?
1: Most volatile, waking financial markets of the past two decades, I reckon. I think it's absolutely madness out there. I think the mortgage-backed security market went no bid last Friday in the United States. Treasury markets illiquid on Monday morning. Bond traders are struggling to actually sell US treasuries. And then literally 30 minutes ago this morning, the Japanese modern monetary theory experiment just failed. Like Literally the, the yields on the JGBs, which is the japanese government 10-year bond just doubled in the past hour um so that doubled literally an hour doubled in an hour they they smashed through that 0.25 percent peg and they're like 0.45 percent so yikes absolute carnage um in the financial markets right now well, what do you guys want to break down first well, Anything? Court, i mean
2: right? i mean we'd be idiots not mention that uh thank god we got a 75 basis point raise because this is the correction that we need, even if it's being done by central planners. This isn't about inflation. This is about wrecking markets to protect the dollar. That's basically it. So all you Bitcoin normies out there, it's about nuance. It's not about money printing to go burr. Like, yeah, that's why we're here, but we don't need that to have Bitcoin moon. Um, This is the restructuring of the financial system. And this is the Fed doing everything that it can in its power with the tools that it has to maintain, is dominance, as I so often harp on here, probably every single News Made Simple episode that we fucking do. So buckle up. And if you're still long bonds for whatever reason, you're an idiot. Because for once, we're going to see a bear market in bonds, which we haven't really seen in decades. So uh, buckle up. I'm actually very excited because this is the the hard heavy bleed that the cantillionaires uh, have have needed. We needed from them because they're just siphoning off the wealth and productivity of the private sector. And when capital is too expensive, like, uh, you know, 75 pieces point raises will do then it totally reverses all the productivity or uh, not, not productivity, lack of productivity, all of the, uh, I guess like the fiat wealth accumulation that uh, they have and Bitcoin is down. Like hard assets are down. Just look at that as a sale because they are pretty much going to try to pick you up by your ankles and shake out all of the corn out of your pockets. Don't let them do that. Don't be stupid. Get your coins off in exchange. Use a bit box. And if you have any extra cash, which everybody should be cash heavy because we're going to go into a uh, deep, deep, deep recession, if not depression shortly, then, uh, just be cash heavy, don't be stupid with your money and pick up as much Bitcoin as you possibly can. So here's the so question. That's what it, we're looking at.
1: here's the question, Phil. If the US is gonna raise rates aggressively to attack the Euro dollar market and attack yep. the ECB, yep. I, I love that. I love that thesis. I'm open to it. It's it's something I'm looking at openly, but how oh, you're open to it. Yeah, how high can the US actually raise yields without bankrupting themselves?
2: I mean, I don't know. And I don't really care because the U.S. isn't the one that goes bankrupt. The ECB does.
1: Well, that's right. The reserve currency. The The ECB goes bankrupt first. But how about things like the mortgage-backed security market going no bid last Friday? And then we have treasury market going illiquid on Monday. Do you, <laughs> I mean, that's going to be in the short
2: term, right? But with capital flight into the U.S., I mean, doesn't that kind of offset the QE that they would Otherwise, do you?
1: I'm not entirely sure. I don't think so. I, I don't think capital's flowing into the mortgage-backed security market at the moment. And I actually think if we're talking I mean, about does capital- it have
2: to be the mortgage-backed security market? Necessarily, does it have to be?
1: Well, let's look at the bond market. I think so. I mean, Japan- honestly,
2: this is kind of where it goes like beyond my pay grade. Yeah. yeah but so- again, like markets be damned, like it doesn't matter what markets are doing.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm fascinated to whether we see a power pivot or not. Um, I'm literally on the fence. I've got splinters in my balls. Six months ago, I was 100% hyperinflation moon boy. The Fed's never going to be able to meaningfully raise rates. They haven't uh, meaningfully raised rates yet, though. That's they're still behind the curve by what six percent. Inflation's nine percent. Fed funds is like one. So what's that? A negative yield of eight percent. They're still running deeply negative yields. I just um, I I just think shit's breaking in the financial markets. I think Japan holds the most U.S. treasuries out of any country around the world. They hold a trillion dollars of treasuries. And if their U.K.A. control program just broke because there's a dollar shortage in Japan, it looks as if they're going to have to sell treasuries.
2: Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Japan is a little satellite proxy that the U.S. dumps their inflation on because that's the main goal, is to strengthen the dollar. By destroying every other currency, causing capital flight into the United States.
1: All I can say is grab your popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be an interesting week. The last six days have been absolute carnage. And I think the next I mean, six I keep saying
2: will... this, but would you rather have this? Like both outcomes are shitty, but this is the less shitty one. Would you rather have this, or would you rather have like Davos Panopticon communism under Klaus Schwab as he laughs, drinking a pina colada in his banana hammock as we suffer?
1: I love that. I love that. No, I mean, like, I get it. I I get why the US is fighting Davos. I get why the US is fighting the Great Reset by aggressively raising rates. The ECB is going to go bankrupt first. But the US markets look as if they're going no bid, look as if there's no liquidity But that's the thing. They don't
2: care about markets. So, yeah, people are going to suffer. People are going to lose jobs. They don't care.
1: They don't care about US Treasuries?
2: I mean... They do. That's why they're raising these rates to show everybody that the Fed is serious and that they're going to raise rates. And I mean, as Tom Longo says, raising these rates make everybody biblically short dollars. So they run two dollars and you probably save your wealth in dollars in U.S. treasuries. So they're going to start buying those bonds, which is going to decrease the yield on those bonds. Is that not how that works?
0: Yeah. I mean <clears throat> so you guys are more econ guys and I'm this smooth brain neanderthal movie guy. Um but it looks like this was the only option. This was the only play. Like yeah they i mean so first of all they don't care about people in jobs and all that kind of stuff you're right luke or uh film but they definitely well i don't uh, even i
2: won't even go that far because i like, i don't like we might be like laughing at europe right now but i think like pal didn't want to do this i mean like you saw that video of magoo uh that that magoo shared of him like shaking and i'm like, hmm. Like his his body language was the last thing that I looked at, uh, but I was like I made a joke. Oh, he's this old man. He's got palsy. But you'd be nervous too if you were breaking the euro, right? But then again, I you see, he actually wanted this, like, but he knew he had to. Like you said, Corey, like it was like the only option that didn't end in complete carnage. But, I mean, everybody's freaking out and everybody's coping in the legacy markets because to them it does feel like complete carnage. But they're just, like, in denial because they've been so long in traditional markets that they don't know really what sanity in investing looks like because fiat has basically distorted their perception.
0: Yeah, stocks so are supposed why to go here. down. Yeah. like Stocks aren't supposed to go down. And it was funny, you know, like... uh was talking to somebody and I said, like, they, you know, mentioned Bitcoin obviously. And I was like, well, don't look at your stock portfolio. I don't have one of those, but you know, it's like, don't look at that. It's not going to be pretty. Um, if you're looking for something to be like, ha I had that instead. I think magically the only thing that you could have held was dollars. Those yeah. imaginary, they, they call it fake internet money. We'll call that fake Still fake internet money. And here's the really
1: dangerous thing about holding dollars because I heard somebody said you want to have a cash position. I'm not sure if that was on air or off air. But if if you have the view that the Fed's going to break markets, so they're going to aggressively raise rates to bankrupt the European banking system, to bankrupt the world, starve the world of dollars. If that is your view, that means that they're probably, if you're you're watching markets in the US also break down, so the MBS market breaking down, the treasury market breaking down, that means banks in the US would also be feeling the pinch. You're watching high yield markets break down. So if you are holding dollars because they're the only asset on the world that's appreciating, I feel like a repeat of the 2008 GFC where where the, the banking system was literally minutes away from freezing, yeah. I think that's a repeat. So I would be cautious of holding dollars in the bank.
2: Yeah, but the problem with that is that it was a global financial breakdown. Now that debt is indexed on SOFR, the US is just we don't give a shit. But here's the thing
1: else. The MBS market and the Treasury market, they're US specific markets and they're breaking down. See, I, I was hoping mm. I was hoping two months ago that. Um, now that the US has separated itself from LIBOR and they're using the SOFA interest rate, I was very interested. I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe the US will be able to raise rates and the banking system in the US will be able to handle those high rates better than the ECB. That was my view a month or two ago. Mm. I'm less hopeful after seeing this week Of market conditions in the United States. The ECB's worse, I agree. The ECB just had to come out this week and they literally said, okay, we we need to have an emergency meeting. Okay, Christine Lagarde came out yesterday and said, we need to hold an emergency meeting because the bond market in the European Union is absolutely melting down. And this came six days after they just had a meeting. So normally they have these meetings monthly and they never call, they never meet again unless it's like it's a monthly thing but she had to call a meeting 6 days later because that's how quickly and rapidly the financial markets are de- deteriorating um so yeah okay. i get it the, East, the europe's worse than the us but the us markets are melting down as well some right. I'm,
0: do you think that the that the, the fed will go like the full way i mean you're saying yes. they had they had you know you didn't like his his body language looked like he didn't like what he was doing or nervous or you know shaky. Um so does that mean this is the worst it gets or are they gonna keep raising?
2: No, they're gonna keep raising because you need to break every other market in the globe so you have capital flight come to the US
0: So really the only thing in the you're saying what you see the only thing strengthening in the short term is the dollar. Yeah. Which I mean so you know this is a bitcoin podcast so let's couple that with what's going on and i'll just be honest like i i have never seen this sentiment before you know and i was loosely paying attention before 2020 but uh 2020 is when i bought in um so this is this is actually yeah this is this is the worst sentiment I've seen, you know, like the the excitement's gone, the retail's gone.
2: Yeah, Um, because again, we can zoom back out and look at what elites like Vanguard, BlackRock, even, you know, maybe the ECB, whoever, they're trying to sell off all their hard assets, gold, silver, even Bitcoin. And they're trying to break those crypto markets. On purpose, because they know exactly what it is. You have Christine Lagarde say that Bitcoin's a, an escape hatch, so they need to scare out retail, stupid, ignorant, brand new retail that don't know what the fuck this thing is. So that's why it's important to have heavy cash position to cover your ass everywhere else financially, and also to accumulate as much Bitcoin as you possibly can. Sentiment is merely just that because people don't know what it is that they are buying and they don't know the influence that other large markets have and those other market players are trying to just scare everybody out because they don't want you to be self-sovereign they don't want you to put your own bitcoin on your bitbox02 hardware wallet
0: from shift crypto go to shiftcrypto.ch slash bitcoin made simple use the promo code bitcoin made simple to get 5% off Sorry, you froze there until I started Smearish. riffing. The, <laughs> you froze, uh, and I, I riffed the uh, link. But yeah, they they don't want that. They don't want you to be sovereign. I saw somebody float the idea. It might have been hot or not. I can't remember. But it was like, from a Bitcoin perspective, like, here, this this is the opportunity. Let's break everything. Let's scare the crap out of everybody. Get everybody to run off and sell off, and then turn around and go okay now we're regulating the crap out of this because this is too dangerous blah 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 and everybody that was in is now going to be caught in a in a a regulate regulatory net
2: i mean again like they can try but you're just telling me like a fudster cory
0: <laughs> no i'm ju- i'm i'm not saying that they'll succeed i'm saying isn't that what like wouldn't that be one of their pl- cards to play
2: Yeah, I mean, we saw it with Terra Luna and we can expect that to keep happening. But again, that's why you take your Bitcoin off the exchange.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, you like, you know, we talk about the savings and everything and like I'll reiterate to people like, you know, you need to and like feel like you were saying have a cash position. I mean, you know, have your six months of runway uh, where you can protect yourself in the event that you need to. Um, but all the other stuff in my mind, I actually write it off as it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like I put something in cold storage, then it doesn't exist as something I can use. Um, yeah. And if you operate your life like that, I mean, I, my, my recommendation to people is to buy Bitcoin with money that you don't plan on touching for four years. And then just see where you're at in four years. Uh, and I bet you'll be in a pretty good position. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, not everybody does that. You know, the bartender that I tipped in Bitcoin on the way to the Bitcoin conference is probably sitting there going like, holy crap, my tip got cut in half. Um, yeah,
2: I, I give my dad like 150 bucks uh, during Christmas. He's just like, "Yep, yeah, looking, at that is my index of where Bitcoin is. I'm
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I gave, uh, I gave my sister and brother-in-law for their wedding last June. I gave them $150 in Bitcoin at $35 or $35,000 was the price. So, you know, um, but I mean, they get it, you know, you just DCA and you, you know, you put, if you, if it's 50 bucks a month, if it's a hundred bucks a month, if it's $25 a month, whatever you can afford, um, don't overextend yourself, but by all means, do not let this scare you. Um, and I'll admit, I mean, over, I, I, in the past, have been overextended, out over my skis. Um, and you know, I've I've dialed that back to be like, eh, you know what, let's just uh, be more reasonable here. You got your cold, deep cold storage, and and uh, and then you gotta you gotta play the game now and and be safe, and you know uh, you can collect all the coins you want and uh, and and try and uh, win the game, but don't do it irresponsibly. Yep. Luke, you are typing away. What is on your mind?
1: I am working hard. I am working hard. I just think it's crazy that Japan, who has a debt to GDP ratio of two hundred and sixty five percent. So, that is the highest in the world, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's really interesting that their debt just got twice as it more expensive in the past two hours. So,
0: know? what does that mean? Walk us through that. I mean,
1: so, so the yields on the Japanese government bond, they've been trying to peg those yields at 0.25% for the past, they've been trying to keep that under there for the past eight years. They've been buying an unlimited amount of Japanese bonds, and that has obviously devalued their currency. So that's why the Japanese yen has lost 30% of its value against the dollar in the past three months. Um, And they're kind of of trying to make a decision. Do we save the currency or do we save the bond market? So like if the Japanese government has a debt to GDP of 265% and the yields on those bonds just broke through that peg at 0.25% and they've jumped to 0.46% at the time of recording that means Japanese debt, the interest that they're paying on that massive 260% debt just doubled. Their financing costs just doubled. And I think it's really interesting. And so there's a shortage of dollars in Japan. They need U.S. dollars and they hold a trillion dollars of U.S. Treasuries. Japan holds the most amount of U.S. debt out of any other country. Um, they hold more than China. So what? how are they gonna get dollars? sell treasuries and the treasury market was already showing signs of illiquidity on Monday and earlier in the week so it's all happening that's what's on my mind I think this is probably one of the biggest economic events in I think this year I think I don't maybe it's not quite as big as Putin and freezing the Russia central bank reserves but
2: that was peanuts that was irrelevant they had like excess reserves like on hand basically like that was just all a d- distraction
1: you don't think that was the biggest event of 2022 fuck no what well, i i've got it at number one and i've probably got the japanese mmt experiment failing at number two i can't see any bigger economic events that have occurred this year yeah this one.
2: like this week pretty much
1: yeah okay
0: so do you guys think- I think
2: I think a bigger one is that Russia demanding payment in rubles for all the shit they have that everybody wants in the world. Yeah, that's what commodities are out the window.
1: That's why I've got it number one, the whole Russia situation. You freeze oh,
2: oh I thought you meant like specifically freezing their their reserve accounts. Because
1: that was nothing. <laughs> I I see the freezing and then the creating a quasi-gold standard as same event. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh <laughs> Shit is broken. Um, and this this
1: is the biggest thing. So Bitcoiners are so doomy and gloomy at the moment. I'm, I'm saying Bitcoin. Hey? Uh, uh, I, I'm se- I,
2: just, I just called them pussies.
1: They are. I'm seeing people talk about Bitcoin going to 5K and it's going to stay there for two years. No. And people saying it with <laughs> confidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm seeing more well-respected Bitcoiners say, yeah, look, we're not going to... We're going to go under 20K and we're going to be under there for two years. There's a long... Well-respected?
2: Prolonged- do they think they can, like, move markets
1: and, like, make
2: retail capitulate? Like, that's just like a fuck you to the clubs, If That's the
0: case. I mean... Yeah. I- I think just my personal opinion, Luke, this isn't financial advice, but name, like,
2: names, Luke, let's hear them.
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it dipped down. I think I texted you guys yesterday and said, I think we see 15 K, but I don't think it stays there long. Like, I think, no. I think if you, I think it might be a wick where like, if you, ha- if you want to set like a small buy order there, you might fall asleep and, and wake up and be like, Oh, like it's still at the same price. And, but like, why do I have more? Oh. Oh, that that order filled while I was sleeping, um. But yeah, go ahead, Luke. Name names. Who's who's being? Who's thing is going to be like? No, we don't. Oh, have no,
1: no, no, no. By I the never, way, Mark I Moss never... is
2: a fucking legend. I was chatting with him for like a couple of hours at to tone days the other night on Spaces, and he is doing God's work because he had Tom go on. Very excited for that episode to come out, and he was just basically regurgitating what he said, like what I've been trying to say. For months and Mark just swooped in and was so eloquent with the Luangan thesis. It was just beautiful. And like he's got so much clout and respect, especially if he has if his show is on iHeartRadio. And so I'm like, this is just amazing that somebody like him with so much credibility um can actually go out there and tell people what the fuck has happened. He was saying everything on point. The Fed's doing this on purpose, and we're gonna have infrastructure come back to the US. And this is about Killing the euro, like people, I'm 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 just so happy and proud to have Mark like say this stuff. He's yeah, planned to come on the show in a couple weeks, but God damn it, it was just it was beautiful. Like we need to wake people up and shake them that everything else that they have been told is is a lie, and we are seeing like truth just like making people bleed out their eyes right now. <laughs> like, That's what's
1: happening. It's where I started my tangent from. I'm more talking about trad bros. I'm more talking about option traders and option traders who are interested in Bitcoin. They're the ones I'm thinking of that are talking about Bitcoin going under 20K for three or four years. Uh, But where where that tangent started that I started a couple of minutes ago was everybody's really bearish on Bitcoin. Everybody's saying this is slowing down adoption. This is pushed hyper bitcoinization back. I actually think it's the exact opposite. And this is what everybody's missing on Twitter. The fact that you're watching... The U.S. try to break markets and blow up these currencies like the Japanese yen and the euro. That's bullish for Bitcoin because when the Japanese yen is just thirty-five in the pounds, wakes up the Japanese bank, that wakes up the Japanese citizens. They start asking questions about money and thinking, "Hang on a minute, what the fuck is going on? Why, why is my money losing value?" I, I, I see it as, I've, I've long thought that we're going to hit eight-figure Bitcoin this decade. In today's dollars, it's not hyperinflated dollars. I think we're gonna, I honestly think you're gonna hit 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollar Bitcoin before the end of this decade. And I've been saying that for at least the past year. And I've gotten a little bit of smack on Twitter this week saying, oh, but Bitcoin's at 20K. Don't you think it's gonna take longer now? Are you a little bit off base? No, I think it's actually gonna come sooner. Because I think the collapse of the banking system and the breaking of financial markets accelerates hyperbitcoinization. So there's I a agree. lot of doom and gloom out there. It's probably a good note to maybe start rounding out the podcast on. This is actually all good for Bitcoin and nobody yes. gets that. Yes, this is absolutely great for
2: Bitcoin. Yeah. What the, that this doesn't is just mean, like a in- market signal, a market mechanism, letting
1: people know. And this is
2: where, like that capital flight, especially foreign capital, if every other currency is just trash. People are going to run to Bitcoin, right? Because, Especially I mean, like it, remittances and sending payments and everything. This is absolutely bullish for Bitcoin. I mean, it puts everything in low it, time preference.
0: It flows into Bitcoin being the reserve currency, doesn't it? Because like everybody else, like, so we can see how the Fed just dictates the price of everything. and You know what I mean? It's so manipulated. So people are rushing to dollars, but do they want to stay somewhere where their wealth can be manipulated like that? The Fed dic- dictates the
2: price of things to an extent, but I see what
0: you mean. Yeah, yes. I mean it's people. People are waking up to the fact that this is all imaginary. Yeah, these are these are fake numbers? These are fake units, um, and. Yeah, I just I, I see. Yeah, I, I hear all the people like, Oh, it's gonna be under 20 K for a couple of years. Like, no, not at all. Like a couple of years, like, hello, do you know that the having is less than two years away? Are you be kidding me? Um, yeah, you know, and in, and I can confirm for you now that I am a Bitcoin miner, the hash rate has dipped a little bit, but it's not going anywhere. Woo. Like, these miners are going, I, the only thing that I could see that causes a wick down is bigger miners that have to sell off coins that that could yeah. be, I saw Nick and I saw Nick, uh you know, with his stash talking about it on pump Leono the other day, Carter uh, yesterday. Yeah. Nick Carter. Um, You know, and I like that. I like that Pumplianos out there now telling everybody to be careful with their money. Now he does. Yeah, seriously. Anyways, that's another topic. But, um, but yeah, the you know, I I could see that causing a little bit of a wick down. But I mean, like, it's not going to live. It's no matter where I'm not saying that Bitcoin couldn't dip 50% from where it's at right now. I'm just saying that no matter what it does, it's not going to be there for long. And it's going to be really quick. So as people always say, don't try to catch a falling knife. You know, just stay humble, stack sats, and you'll be good to go. And like I've been telling people, I'm saying crush it in the fiat world. Like that's what I've been putting my nose down and doing is trying to like uncover all different ways that I can crush it fiat wise so that I can pump more corn into my cold storage. Like that's the name of the game right now. You know, the, the, the riches are made during the bear market. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's what you do during the bear market. You can't just sit there and be like, well, I bought Bitcoin. So I'm going to wait for it to moon. And that's going to take care of everything. You still have to fiat mine, you know, until you reach a point that you don't, you still have to mine fiat and so kill it in the fiat world go to mymoviesplus.com and watch all the bitcoin documentaries and help me. uncut crush yourself it the, please yes help me crush it in the fiat world which by helps you crush it and helps the filmmakers crush it in the fiat world because if you join my movies plus you'll get uncucked you'll watch stuff that is uncensored and um and you'll be able to, uh, you know, help a Bitcoin company that, uh, you know, sees that we are freedom of speech maximalists or Bitcoin maximalists. So
2: we say the quiet parts out loud. Yeah. So you want to give a big fuck you to Netflix and Hulu and all these fucking woke ass corporations.
0: you, you want to change a lot of people's lives. Help my movies plus well, help movies plus go to MyMoviesPlus.com. plus dot com. You want to change a lot of people's lives. Subscribe and support the crap out of us because we're turning around. I am I'm telling you, I'm not sitting on a pile of cash. I am turning around and reinvesting and, and putting it into movies, into everything that we need to get out there in the world. So anyways, but that's what I've been telling people. Crush it in the fiat world and you know, just stack your stats because, like, I mean, it's insane. It won't be below 20K for long. It might go below it. It, it won't be for long. I mean, I actually initially I put a buy order in at 15 and then I changed it to 17. Cause I was like, I don't even know if it'll wick to 15. Like, I don't know if that's just, you know, one of my buy orders to try and catch some extra sats, Um, you know, that you, you try to done that occasionally set the order. And like I said, fall asleep overnight and you'll know, wake up, you're like, Holy crap, that filled. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I think that in general, though the sentiment is pretty ugly in the very short term. Um, That's
1: exactly right. But... And imagine Bitcoin's down 70% from its all-time high and sentiment's absolutely atrocious. You're never going to time a bottom, but generally scaling into Bitcoin when it's down 70% from its highs has worked out pretty well for you in the past uh, 13 years. That's why I'm... Like, the lower price goes in a mini bear market um the more bears come out of the woodwork and they get more and more convinced that price is going lower i i just it's uh it's it's unbelievable i don't i don't think yeah
0: no the anxiety that i have is that i'll tell you because i i said i put my nose down i've been crushing it in the fiat world and i'm sitting there waiting on stuff and i'm telling my wife i'm like i just hope it stays here at this price because like we can buy so much more Bitcoin than I ever thought we were going to have. Like when I was convinced that Bitcoin was going to a hundred, 200, 300,000 guilty. (laughs) Yeah. We all thought that. (laughs) And so I was like, man, like I was a million.
1: I, I thought we'd hit a million dollars. See, I, I thought stock to flow would break. I, I thought this cycle.
0: You thought was the it would last... break up to the upside, right?
1: Well, I, I also tweeted out. Um, I'll, I'll put the tweet in the show links, but I, I also thought there's a possibility we break to the downside, and then we also break it to the upside in the same year. This is how I see everything unfolding. I think breaking stock to flow to the downside and breaking financial markets accelerates hyperbiconization, and then the upside. I think the next run up. You're not gonna stop at hundred or two hundred K, you're going all the way. Um, that's how I see it all unfolding, but people frock Oh shit. Oh man, I forgot the
2: lyrics. Hold on. People
0: Is that rock our closing? Out? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold
2: on. Um,
1: um. is this a closing
0: it song film? We're wrapping it up. Wait, wait, what'd you say? No,
2: wait, Corey, 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 too Corey, Corey, too Corey, what'd you say nose to, to the ground and like the fiat something.
0: nose to the ground and crush it in the fiat world?
2: People crushing in the fiat world. (laughs) There we go. That's what I wanted.
0: They stare just a little too long. Talk about love. Live. Love. I don't know what that is. That's from Step Brothers. When Will Ferrell sings uh, to John C. Riley, then he goes, he's like, I've only sung in front of uh, one person in my life. And I've been described as the songbird of my generation. And then he sings that song. And yeah, they start Prestige Worldwide after that. That is Some an amazing movie. Absolutely um,
1: amazing movie. And speaking of things that you're not going to see very often, you just uh, saw Violet. six. Yeah, um, I got to bounce. Um, you just saw what? Uh, you just saw 66% of the News Made Simple's crew start seeing on live air. And that's as much as you're going to see. Because you're not going to catch me singing. So.
0: I am not a singer. Uh, um, well, here. So let's, before we wrap up, the last thing I want to talk about, because so we talk about, because I agree with you, Luke, like this could be us breaking that to the downside right now. This could be that. And I actually could see, I could see it November that we're like breaking all time high again. Like, I actually agree with your, your thesis that the cycles are shorter now. Um, I don't know. You know, it's not like I'm not telling people put your money in and, you know, leverage long, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 not at all. Be patient, stack sets. But what I'm the reason I bring that up is because how long can they raise rates? How long can the Fed continue this this bloodbath? Until because, the
2: ECB dies.
0: Well, when's that gonna be? Because they say, you know, there's all these reports. Pretty it's going be until 2024. Meetings. Yeah.
1: I, I think we're rehashing ourselves here. I think we talked about this for about well, 20 minutes, but
0: well, I know I'm, I mean I'm just saying like like there's a lot of people that are saying that they the Fed doesn't says they're not gonna cut rates until 2024. Do you see that as being possible?
1: Nope. Yeah
2: they'll cut it as long as they need to simple as that
0: no the, you i think...
2: mean they, they'll raise for as long as they need to okay so they will, it's whenever it will cut breaks. the process of raising until they've done their job until the credibility is restored in u.s treasuries the are strong and we have capital flight back to the u.s simple as that
0: so as soon as things break that'd be time to go risk on mm,
2: i don't know
1: I did another tweet this morning as well. Uh, well, yesterday um, on my work account, and the, the uh, Bitcoin actually bottoms before equity markets. Yep. So in March twenty twenty, when the world was melting down, the bond market was illiquid for that second week of March. Stocks were crashing. Bitcoin bottomed on like March thirteenth, and the equity market didn't actually bottom until March twenty third, uh, March twenty yeah. first. So A leading I think, indicator. Yeah. So. So, so and so Powell and Kashkari didn't come out and announce QE infinity until like March 20th, something like that. And Bitcoin had bottomed a week earlier. So Bitcoin actually is going to surprise most people. And I think everybody's expecting Bitcoin to be dead and it's prolonged bear market. I personally think you're going to see all time highs faster than most people think. I think yeah. Bitcoin always surprises. When Bitcoin broke above sixty-five k, all of us, myself included, I was on the hyper bull. I thought we we're going to two hundred k, five hundred k, a million dollars. But the Max Payne trade was down, down to twenty.
0: I mean, remember, everyone. remember, Luke. I thought I was totally screwed. I thought I was so screwed with my house selling situation because I mean it was inevitable. Yeah. Like we all knew yeah. it. We were like, this is it. Obviously, this is what we all spent that time on Twitter over the summer talking about. Here we are. I mean, I I think the last tweet I had was I like it was like at sixty eight something, almost sixty nine, and I tweeted like, "Boy, the internet's not gonna be able to handle the memes whenever we get to sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty dollars." And we never made it to that. We made it to like sixty nine three or something, and like we never touched sixty nine and all we gotta do is we gotta we gotta break through that meme barrier. So somebody get in touch with Greg Zadge, tell him that we gotta get through the meme barrier so that we can have the he's probably got an entire computer dedicated to memes for $69,420. So um yeah, let's just let's 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 get there, plebs and just hang tight, guys. Um Hey, and-
2: speaking of which, uh speaking of tweets, happy Federal Reserve Independence Day, guys. Because on this day, on this day last year, the Fed was officially off the reservation because they raised the reverse repo rate by five basis points. Since then, over $2 trillion have been drained from the global economy, strengthening the dollar with self-QT, and now raising the federal funds rate. So the Fed is off the reservation. Cry harder, kill harder, pussies. Buckle up. Buckle Let's up, end baby. it on that
0: note. Cry yeah. Hard and make sure that you guys get your Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. Please take your coins off exchanges if you've learned anything here in the short term with all the things getting liquidated around you and the Celsius's and uh, this and that. and d- Just get them off. Coinbase is trying to with, uh, restrict withdrawals. Everybody is except for the responsible Bitcoin-only companies that we want to eventually be sponsors of this uh, podcast. So uh, go Wait, ahead. Wait, we, we want...
2: Coinbase is sponsor us. No, no, no.
0: Like somebody, like a Swan, somebody oh. like a, the, the good, responsible ones that wouldn't get liquidated. So, is it um,
2: bad PR if I say P on Coinbase's face right now? No, would that, definitely would, not. Will that hurt no. our chances?
0: Coinbase on is Coinbase. the can Coinbase is the enemy of Bitcoin. And I'll leave it at that. So get your go to shiftcrypto.ch/bitcoinmade simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get five percent off, and protect yourself from this dangerous market. All right, guys, we will talk to you next week.
1: See you Peace. guys.